Thanks for listening to The Refuge Podcast. We are all about unifying a generation of college students to be disciple-making followers of Jesus. It's our goal each week to equip and empower you to make disciples on your college campus. Whether you're enrolled in a university, taking a gap year, attending school virtually, or simply 18 to 25, grab your AirPods and let's have a conversation. Okay, we are five days from our fifth retreat. Woohoo! Five retreats, Caitlin. Can you believe that it's already been, we've already had enough time doing this that we've done five retreats. Uh, that's not counting the girl retreat that you had. True. Which, you know, was cool. So uh, it'd be fun to tell everyone, let everyone know, obviously there's a lot that goes into planning the retreats. Uh, I am not the detail person out of our dynamic duo here. That is Caitlin's role. She's the detail queen. Uh, so I tend to just fly by the seat of my pants, whatever that means, the seat of my pants. What does that mean? I fly by the seat of my pants? Yeah, I don't really know, honestly. I don't, get I don't that. know. Like, I've always used that phrase, but I fly by the seat. A of bird my in the hand is worth two in the bush. I also don't really know what that means. Anyway, um, so we just thought it would be fun to give you a little insight of our current mental status, <laughs> uh, our energy level, uh, as we are both drinking coffee. Um, but we just thought it would be fun to answer this question of, okay, it's five days before the retreat. How are you feeling? What, where are you? Cause Caitlin and I are very different. So where are you Caitlin five days before the retreat? How do you feel right now? I, five days before the retreat, I'm like getting pumped up because I'm like, wow, this is like what? Four sleeps away. That's right. And, um, I think a lot of there's a lot of misconceptions maybe as far as like what our day to day like life looks like with refuge and I think some people are like well like you only do two retreats a year so like people ask that a lot yeah so like do? what do you even do and uh, <laughs> it's like when you ask a pastor what do you do Monday through Saturday like all you do is preach yeah and, the and pastors are like are you kidding me it's it's definitely a lot more than that but obviously for us. Um, about, I would say 12 weeks before each retreat, we get like full on retreat heavy as far as like how we're spending our time, our planning, our strategizing, whatever that looks like, whatever our day-to-day looks like pretty much is all focused around the retreat. I would say about 75%, yeah. you know, up until these last like two weeks before a retreat where like all of our attention's going to the retreat. And that's mainly because there's only things that you can do as registration rolls in. And like, there's a million different details and logistics that right. go on with planning an event. And so now we're in the final two weeks, which means registration's closed. I don't, we might've said this last week, but we're really excited this year because we've filled up like with this for yes, not the first maxed. time, but we've got, we had to kind of get a max number this year because we just want to make sure we can handle it. Yeah. So after registration closes, it's kind of like, all right, it's finalizing everything because we know who's coming. We got to figure out where they're sleeping. What's, sh- you know, we got to figure out their shirt sizes and where people are going to be hanging out and fin- finalizing the schedule and meeting with our leaders and following up with students and people brought out and cancel. So new students join in and all of that is a lot of logistics and details, but I feel like five days before what we really try to prioritize too is like 
knowing that whatever's going to happen is going to happen this coming weekend and really start to mentally and like spiritually prepare to our hearts for what God's about to do. And the only way we can show up ready um, on Friday is to prioritize certain things in our lives, like reading our Bible, spending time with the Lord, getting good rest, um, having good family dynamics in our home for that week, like so that we're not like at each other's neck or like (laughs) frustrated with each other going into a retreat weekend. Um, we really want to make sure that like we're prepared enough at that, at this point now today to kind of like coast through the rest of the week in a way that allows us to show up on Friday, really ready to serve, to pour out, to be like pouring from a full cup kind of thing. That's what we want. We want to be fully (laughs) rested and coast into it, but usually, I don't know. I mean, I feel like, what do you think? Do you think we coast into the retreat or do you think it's, I would say, I think it's been different for different yes, retreats. That's so I, right. Like just like a child, they're all, they're all different. We love yeah, them. Yeah, like our first and second one, it was like, oh gosh, like we're just this what is happening. Like it, it was like you're on a train that's not going to stop. That's right. And then I feel like we were kind of getting the swing of it and the hang of it. And like last retreat, I feel like we really entered into that one in a really good position. Like mm-hmm. um, how we like felt going into it. And right. so I feel like, and even you've said it for this retreat, like this is our fifth one, and. Um, we're, we're kind of like, it's almost like muscle memory, you know, it's like, we know what needs to get done, how it gets done. Like, it's going to like be fine this way, that way, whatever. And so like the pressure and the stress that we were feeling early on in retreats, um, is lifting, you know, I think we still feel this like spiritual weight regardless, but I think as far as like losing sleep at night, being up for 12 hours, like, you know, I remember the first couple of retreats, like I, for two, two weeks straight, I was just like up past midnight, up super <laughs> early, like working all day. It's kind of how you feel like your freshman year when you walk into classes and you're, you've got that like nervous feeling in your stomach and you're like, oh no, who's going to be in here? What are they going to, you know, do I look okay? And you're freaking out because you're the freshman. It's like the freshman freak out. And then by sophomore year, you're like, um, okay, I, I think I'm, I got this. And by junior year, you literally just don't care. So that's kind of, not that we don't care, no, but that's yeah, kind like of how we're feeling. Yeah, getting more confident. Um, Someone was just asking us. Delegating more. <laughs> yes, well, that's very true. We have some amazing leaders, and we don't say this because you're supposed to appreciate your leaders so they stick around. I mean, we do that, and we hope that they do, but we have some amazing, uh, amazing leaders coming on this retreat and then those that are just like, Hey, whenever you need me, let me know. They're amazing. Um, but we definitely build it growing in confidence. is a good way to put it. Um, someone was just asking the other day, how, how y'all doing? You need any help? You know, what's going on? And we're like, we feel guilty for saying, uh, no, I mean, I think so far we've got this done and this done and this delegated and we've acquired equipment that we can keep. And the fun thing about leading up to the retreat is the Amazon orders because you have to buy stuff just every time, you know, different equipment, things that broke, replacing items, things that were just one-time use kind of items. Um, You have to purchase stuff or like, hey, this time around, you know, spoiler alert, we have a drummer coming to play in the band. And so like we didn't have some of the equipment needed for drums. And so uh, that to me is the fun part. Obviously there's hard parts of what we do and every day is not just sure. a cakewalk, but it's, it's, these times are just exciting. Cause this is like 
why we do what we do is to do these retreats. And yeah. so the the week before the retreat is super exciting. And we do this now. This Well, we're going to do it this time too, is like release a podcast directly after the retreat. So be on the lookout next Monday morning for a podcast that'll be a recap of our retreat weekend. And I yeah. feel like it's just really fun because it's also fresh and we get to just kind of dump our thoughts and like how we feel like the weekend went. And, and so you can typically hear the exhaustion through the microphone. When I remember we took a picture after our last retreat, we were at the Garden City Chapel at the beach and we took a picture. We were recording the podcast and it was like, it was late, wasn't it? Yeah, it was probably like 9.30 or 10. Okay, well, I thought it was later than that, but uh, it felt later. And it we might were, have been. We were exhausted. Remember. Our voices were shot, but we're like, hey, we're about to record a podcast. And if you go back and listen to that one, I think it was called Retreat Recap. Um, we sound, we sound, I sound like I smoked a pack of cigarettes right before the podcast. I mean, we sound so tired, uh, but it's a fun time to just release and talk about all the things that God had, you know, did on the retreat. We just know that's the fun thing too, is we go into the retreat planned out, but we've done this enough to know that you can have your plan. But if you ultimately go into it going, okay, God, whatever you want to do out of this retreat. I remember retreat number three was a challenging one for us. We talked about it a little bit, but we had like almost 60 registered and nearly half of that amount backed out. Mm -hmm. And not just students, but leaders. I mean, we had people getting sick, people having to back out because of family issues or uh, leaders that had their kids were sick. And I mean, it was brutal. And so we ended up, I think, with under 40 students for the retreat. And we went into it going, what, like, do people care about this? Is this a failure? Like, is this a downhill? You know, what are we doing? And uh, it was honestly, I wouldn't say terrifying, but it was just kind of one of those punch, you know, humility punch to the gut where we were like, okay, God, do we do this? Do we put, you know, this amount of work into a weekend for only X amount of students? And, you know, of course, we obviously did retreat number three, and we have great memories and things that God did on that retreat that were unbelievable. Oh, and yeah, so, like we came out of that knowing for sure that, like, we would do it all over oh, again. Oh, yeah. Like, it's any of it's worth it for God to move in the hearts of, you know, the students there. Right. And, but that that retreat leads us into the question that we were getting a lot uh, in year one and before we even like moved or even did a retreat, some of the questions that we would get as I was out networking and trying to promote, you know, what we're doing and get people interested in it. Uh, one of the big questions was, well, why are you doing retreats? Like, why don't you just go to a campus, do a campus ministry? Or why don't you just, Adam, y'all love college students. Why don't you just go try to find a college pastor job at a church? And to be honest, before we knew where we were supposed to move, I mean, I'm Googling like, job opportunities for college ministry. So I was like, I don't know, maybe that is it. You start to listen to all the other voices and you go, well, maybe I am supposed to be just a college pastor at a church. And uh, we're not going to get into the whole story of it. But as you know, we felt God say, no, it's a neutral, like a central location to lots of college students. And it's a retreat center. We know that to be true. We don't, if you're listening, we do not currently own any property. We don't own any buildings. We are renting a home that our family lives in. But other than that, we use other people's properties to put on our retreats. For now. For now. For now. (laughs) So we partner with Garden Seed Chapel, uh, which we have close connections with, and we do retreat there in the spring. And then we have a great relationship here with a camp called Camp Highlander in Mills River. And we do a camp there in the fall, which is the one coming up in five days. So... With that being said, the question that was looming over us, I think, early on and now experiencing it and just being in 
the middle of it, we know the answer to why are you doing retreats? Why, like, why not a ministry? Why not a college pastor job? Why are you doing retreats? And we just feel like we have witnessed and seen why we're doing them. Yeah, I think for us it came down to just simply being obedient. I think it seemed really big and crazy and outlandish to us, but we had seen God do things like that before. So we were like, all right, well, like, he can do this. Like, mm-hmm. we can't, but he can. And so um, I think for us... We went through a lot of different conversations, too, and ultimately, you know, there's millions of college ministries out there that are doing a fantastic job on their campus, um, and we think that's amazing, you know? Yeah. But why do we need one more college ministry on a college campus, I think, was one of the things that we had questioned. Um you know, there's, there's, you know, there's a lot on each campus that students can already plug in and engage with. Like, what would we bring that's different? Like you had said, we really wanted to be in a neutral location because we didn't feel called to a specific group of students. We said any and all college students, we would want right. to be able to attend what we felt like so the when, was calling us to. When the the feel was okay, it is a retreat center. It's retreats. I don't think thinking back on the question why we don't ever look back and go okay, it's retreat center. Okay. But let's talk about like, what, what does a retreat do or why should we even do a retreat? Or like, there was no question or doubt of whether or not doing retreats would be successful or like, there was no big question of like, okay, oh man, if it's like a retreat, then we had to really think about how we're going to do, is that going to work? Like, do people care about that? Like we, once we knew it's not a specific campus, it's not a specific town, it's like a central location where we just feel like God's going to say yes to that and it's a retreat center one day, that means land and a bunch of buildings. Like that's terrifying sounding because that's also tons of money and we don't have a lot of money. So it was like, okay, well, and I remember we we found that y'all probably know the story, but like we found this place in Flat Rock, North Carolina that was for sale for $1.6 million and we were like, let's go look at it. <laughs> and people heard us say that, probably our family members, they can probably laugh about it now, where they were like, are you kidding me? Like, why Why are you even looking at a place that's for sale for $1.6 million? And uh, I remember someone telling us, hey, look, God ain't cheap, <laughs> which always made me laugh. And I was like, yeah, that's true. So that was just part of the faith journey was going all in on a, a location and a mission that you've heard the phrase, but it's way bigger than us. And we know that by ourselves, we can't accomplish it, but we also know the clear calling was God saying, do this, and we've only seen him do, every retreat, we've seen him do amazing things. Yeah, and I would say, too, like me and you had personally experienced multiple times um, the impact that a retreat had had on not only us, but on students, and so I think that's why it was a no-brainer for us, too. We knew that when when you remove yourself from your everyday part of life, you get quiet, you chase after the Lord like for three hard days and you let people pour into you, you grow in community, you rest. Um, there's just something that happens in those moments because we, in our culture, we just don't quiet ourselves like we, right. what, like we should. And so we knew that it's more than just a three day experience. Like for us and our mission is to unify a generation of college students to be disciples that make disciples on their campus. And so it's like, we know that that takes more than a three day retreat weekend to make that happen. It's a lifelong journey of doing that, but we feel like it is something that, um, 
is a kickstarter for that and can really um, motivate students to do that. And we obviously throughout our whole year, and this is what we do other than retreats, is we pour back into these students throughout the whole year through Zoom Bible studies, through discipleship, and we help equip them and empower them to do that on their campus. So it's it's way more than just retreats to us, but we know that our single calling was to do these retreats like that's happening this weekend. Yeah. So we're super pumped. We're ready. Um, we can't wait to do more and more of these, but five days leading up to it, definitely excited and expectant for what God's going to do. So uh, if you haven't been on one of our retreats ever, be looking at our social media, our website. We always update when the next one is, is going to happen. And um, we've had students drive over 10 and a half hours to, to meet us for a retreat weekend. So don't count yourself out wherever you are. We'd love to see you. love to meet you. If you're a college student, if you're an adult, we'd love to put you 18 in the, to 25. You know. 18 to 25. If you're, yeah, if you're over 25, then we'd like to put you in the kitchen and have you work. So. <laughs> um, just kidding, but probably not. Uh, okay, well... Next time you hear us, we'll be post-retreat, and we'll sound like we're exhausted, but we will be, but we can't wait to tell you what God did. So we'll catch you guys next time. Hey, thanks for listening to The Refuge Podcast. We hope that you enjoyed the conversation and were encouraged in some way. Be sure to subscribe and share the podcast, and we will catch you guys next time.